0: Welcome to Trustworthy AI, de risk business adoption of AI, hosted by Pamela Gupta, a leading voice in business strategy, technology, and cybersecurity. With extensive experience in global industry leadership, Pamela has explored critical themes like achieving business value with AI by adopting a holistic risk-based approach to AI trust. She defined eight essential pillars of trustworthy AI. Read more details at the trustedai.ai website. Her insights have shaped the way we look at the impact of cyber warfare on business, strategies for efficient digital transformation, and governance views on algorithmic failures. Join Pamela as she delves into her signature framework, AI Tips, standing for artificial intelligence transparency, integrity, privacy, and security. This podcast is all about operationalizing governance and building trustworthy AI systems from the ground up. Whether you're an industry professional or just AI curious, Trustworthy AI offers thought-provoking discussions and expert insights to guide the ethical future of technology.
1: Hello and welcome to Can Trustworthy AI Help De-Risk Adoption of AI? I'm Pamela Gupta and today I'm going to be talking about the newly published CISA's AI Cybersecurity Roadmap. Last week, I talked with my guest about handling this information proactively. And the reason for this particular topic today on the CISA roadmap is I want to talk about the evolving threat landscape and the emerging threats that companies and governments should be preparing for proactively. So. How do we proactively prepare for evolving cybersecurity threats? And what is the role of AI cybersecurity in trustworthy AI? Let's take a look at this roadmap. CISA is the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, and um, it's the operational branch of DHS, which is the Department of Homeland Security. They're, they recently published, in fact, this week, a roadmap for AI, and um, it is, is heavily revolves around cybersecurity. It um, is in direct response to the executive order that just came out, the President's Executive Order 14110 on safe, secure, and trustworthy development and use of artificial intelligence. Uh, that is, AI must be safe and secure. So, as uh, CISA, as the nation's cyber defense agency and the national coordinator for critical infrastructure um, security resilience, it plays a key role in addressing and managing risk, risk across AI, cybersecurity, and critical infrastructure, basically. So, this particular roadmap is um, their guide, serves as a guide for their own internal, CISA's own internal AI-related efforts, ensuring both internal posture around uh, security as well as alignment with intra-government agencies and the whole of government AI strategy. And the reason also uh, that I want to cover it is, as you know, the focus of this uh, podcast is to talk about de-risking business adoption of AI. So I want to heavily stress what is what are some of the takeaways from the CISA roadmap for uh, AI cybersecurity and AI roadmap. There, um, so let's take a look and do a deeper dive into what the plan is. The CISA implementation plan it has five categories. Two are revolve around enhancing communication, collaboration, and workforce expertise through public-private partnerships. The other three categories focus more on the specific components as a response to the executive order. So let's take a look at the what are the five lines of effort. First one, first line of effort is to responsibly use AI to support its mission. It'll adopt AI-enabled software tools to enhance cyber defense and bolster its critical infrastructure mission. By using AI, it is committing to ensure responsible, ethical, and secure utilization Uh, as laid out in the Constitution and all relevant laws and policies. So it's going to be within the realm of um, legal realm. This includes adherence to federal procurement regulations, privacy protection, and upholding civil rights and liberties. The second line of effort is to assess and assure AI systems. CISA is looking to assist and um, assess Secure by design, AI-based software adoption across various stakeholders, including federal civilian agencies, private sector, and state, tribal, and territorial governments. Assurance will be established through developing best practices and guidance for secure and resilient AI development and implementation, including developing recommendations for red teaming of generative AI. I'm going to go into a little bit more depth into secure by design, which is one of the primary foundations um, that CISA is uh, highlighting. Okay, but let's uh, continue with what is the third line of effort they have laid out, um, and this revolves around protecting critical infrastructure from from malicious use of AI. So, in other words, protecting the first two were around communication about development of AI, about uh, uh, adopting AI in a responsible and trustworthy fashion, this particular line of effort three is to protect the infrastructure from um, adversarial AI or from malicious use of AI. Uh, CISA will assess and recommend mitigation of AI threats facing the critical infrastructure in partnership with other agencies and as well as industry partners So they're looking to develop, test, and evaluate AI tools. Um, You can get more details on the Seesaw website. Line of effort four is to collaborate and communicate on key AI efforts across different agencies, across the globe, with international partners, and with the public. CESA will contribute to DHS- led and interagency efforts, including developing policy approaches for government's overall national strategy on AI and cybersecurity and uh, as well as support the entire um, DHS on AI-based software policy issues. And last uh, is the uh, line of effort five. And in this, they are talking about expanding AI expertise in its workforce. They're they're going to educate, they're going to ramp up the skills of their workforce so that they are able to leverage um AI systems, AI software systems, develop um AI software systems and use them um to uh, and they're planning to um, ramp up their um you know hire accordingly whether it's um interns, fellows, future employees as they lay it out in their roadmap. CISA will ensure that internal training reflects and recruits understand, again, the the legality, the ethical and policy aspects of AI-based software systems in addition to the technical aspects. So that's a summary of the roadmap and the It's basically the efforts are to promote beneficial use of AI to enhance cybersecurity capabilities and other aspects of CISA's mission, which is around protecting the uh, nation's AI systems from threats, cybersecurity threats specifically, and also to deter uh, malicious use of AI capabilities to threaten critical infrastructure. So a couple of things that are really important to mention That Firstly, the CISA AI roadmap is building on the agency's cybersecurity and risk management programs. Critically, manufacturers of AI systems must follow secure-by-design principles, and this is a very important point to note. So in other words, anyone who is producing AI systems um, takes ownership of security outcomes for their customers, for uh, leading their product development with radical transparency and accountability, which you know is a foundational aspect of security, and making secure by design a top business priority. So as the use of AI grows and becomes increasingly incorporated into critical systems, security must be a core requirement and integral to AI system development from the outside, outside and through its life cycle. So I just want to highlight this again because they are highlighting the fact they are, CISA is laying it out very clearly that they see AI as a, as a form of a software development. And a key aspect of treating it as a form, treating AI as a form of software um, reco- requires it to be secure by design. So what does that mean? It means that AI systems should, we, should be developed with security constraints from the beginning rather than uh, trying to add them uh, proactively. And secure by design as a um, means that technology products are built in a way that reasonably protect against security vulnerabilities against and are resilient to um, cyber attacks and gaining access to either the device or the data or the connected infrastructure. Um, I will post the link for Secure by Design. It's an approach that CISA laid out earlier in this year, and they just revised in October of uh, this year. So it lays out, again, just to reiterate that any software manufacturer, including AI system manufacturers, should perform a risk assessment, identify and enumerate prevalent cyber threats to critical systems, and then include protections in product blueprints that account for the evolving cyber threat landscape. It encompasses both secure by design and secure by default. And like I said, it mentions um, that it is applicable to manufacturers of AI as uh, systems, as well as models. While they may differ from, we know how uh, AI systems do differ from traditional forms of software, fundamental security practices still apply to AI systems and models. So I just gave a talk actually um, this week on at an IEEE conference on what is trustworthy AI and what is the connection, the role of cybersecurity in trustworthy AI. There are very, very um um, I would say, very um, vast differences in the way these systems are developed and what is uh, is uh, applicable when it comes to security. But the secure by design is kind of at a high level mentioning and laying it out that it is still at the core a software and it is um, to be treated as secure by design Uh, and to follow and to align with those principles. The last thing I want to mention, and something that CISA has been laying a lot of emphasis on, is a software bill of materials, which has emerged as a key building block in software security and software supply chain risk management. So software bill of materials, or SBOM, Is basically is like uh, is a nested inventory. It's a list of ingredients, so to so as to um, so to speak, of what constitutes the end product in terms of software. Uh, CISA is looking to advance the SBOM works by facilitating the community, the development, um, the community, the. um, Scale, and they are focusing on scaling and operationalizing with tools, with technologies, and use, use cases. Uh, one thing to note also is that there is a vulnerability exploitability exchange. It's a document. It's, a, um, a, and it's basically a um, document uh, attestation uh, and is a form of a security advisory that indicates whether a product or products are affected by a known vulnerability or vulnerabilities. So they're highly stressing that anything that is developed, there is a lot of transparency into what goes into building the product. So promoting the use of the SBOM and other measures to ensure that AI systems are transparent and open to scrutiny and supply chain audits is coming out of this uh, secure by design and software bill of materials. So the idea is to encourage AI manufacturers to take responsibility for security outcomes and advocate for understanding very thoroughly what is going, what constitutes their products, and what is the um, risk and security in the entire product as well as in the outcomes. So overall, the um, CSAR's roadmap is to ensure safe, secure, and responsible use of AI in both public and private sectors with a particular emphasis on cybersecurity and critical infrastructure. They they are recognizing that this is not an easy task. Um, I have created programs and strategies for secure SDLC in large large uh, organizations, large global Fortune 500 companies, and can tell you that there is a lot of complexity that goes into not only the technology, but more so to the process and the impact on timelines of projects. So when we are talking about taking a proactive and a strategic approach to um, something such as securing the uh, these highly complex and high impact systems such as AI, the I would argue that the only way that you can do this is if we take a proactive approach so that it is possible to include the basic elements and the complexity of um, securing it in a streamlined and a effective fashion. Um, that concludes this podcast. Uh, I will be talking to a very uh, uh, visible, ethical expert in next session. And of course, as usual, if there is any question, please feel free to reach out. I will put the um, the details in the link below. Thank you.